0: Moses once.
1: The Jesus walks the
0: earth. <laughs> the Jesus walks the earth? Yes. Yeah. All right, and on that note, we will walk right into this new episode of Now You Know Podcast. Afrique, Afrique. Et malheureusement, Afrique, sans fric. Oh, Nassau Idee. Idee. C'est comme ça. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, oui. And here again, we are back like we never left with Belle, the one and only, Aristide, and myself, Chef Carl. And today we have a special guest in the building. But before, you know, we bring her to the table, how are we doing today?
2: Well, my mental health is mentally.
0: Hmm. Hey, already. I see that far with you, bro. I'll
3: put you in my prayers.
0: Mm. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Okay. I appreciate it. <laughs> all right, all right. Please, and once again, please. we please just want to let you guys know that this is brought to you to, to you by our friends that are stuck in the middle. Um, and go ahead, but what do you have to say?
2: I was telling you I that those prayers should come with money. I was saying my momo account.
0: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh I you know, see. Zell, he works in Zell too, so through you.
3: So you want Bezele? Zell,
0: Z E L L E. I have Zell. A
3: Zell. Yeah, that's Zell-A now. Zell-A. Z-
0: Zell-A. Z- Zell-A be the nah. let me say Z. Let me say Z E L L E. To more specific. Yeah.
3: From... <laughs> but
0: um, I think we should ask um, Karen, what we're going to be talking about today. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have met Karen, but Karen, what are we talking about today? Um,
1: that was my introduction. Wow, well. Today we're talking about um how to keep the African tradition going through the ne- next generation.
0: Okay. Okay, yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah, like me. a great topic. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Um but Karen, so why don't you introduce yourself, you know, to our listeners here before we do get started and you might as well just throw in a fun fact as well so that way we know more about you and throw your socials as well so they can follow you
1: um my name is karen i'm i don't know if i include my age i don't know how to introduce myself i'm 21 born in Cameroon, raised in maryland um i don't have any socials i only have a snapchat so and that's good okay. I don't even know that one it's like karen a something it's whatever um fun fact i don't know i used to have a pet chicken until i killed her and then i had another one (laughs) she was christmas chicken and she was delicious she ran the streets of my my neighborhood Girl, Knew me as that girl with her chicken. Like <laughs> my chicken terrorized the whole streets. It would go to people's backyards and you know just chill there. i hey. back.
0: And you ran with the chicken.
1: I ran. I took it on walks. They hmm. thought I was crazy. So you know I was known in my neighborhood as that wow. that girl with with the chicken. Wow.
0: You know what they say, right? Birds what? of a feather.
1: Yep. <laughs> I had another one and it ran away over the spring so i'm really sad yeah, I, think I mean it. this
2: was recent it, over it, the, the spring chicken, the chicken heard about the news from the other one and
3: yeah. said nah i'm Maybe not gonna be the next one i'm not
2: doing
0: this bro. <laughs> hey, come on like, come on karen karen you said over the spring this was recent
1: yeah, yeah the one that i killed for christmas chicken was like in 2019 that's that was christmas <laughs> <laughs> and then i had one this year Um, I brought it in April. It only lasted a month and it ran away. No, we started off at four with four. Um, one ran. My little brother killed one, then we had two. I don't know what happened. (laughs) 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 He didn't kill it on purpose. He killed it by accident. Like it was hiding, and then he accidentally like snapped his neck. He was
3: how do you accidentally <laughs> snap somebody's
1: neck? Please, come on, ask me. Like, And he hid that from me. He hit it from me. He hit the fact that he killed my chicken on, me. Yo, Like, me. I was right out of him. He was he saying, was like, it just died of natural
3: causes. Bro. I was like, but why is this yo, neck yo, looking yo, like your that? Yo, little brother, yo. Y'all watch that dude, bro. Hey, yo.
0: <laughs> so you guys are just a family that kills chickens. I mean- see. <laughs>
1: Russell Bob, my little sister, she didn't want to kill the chicken, but mom, you know, my mom says shut up, who cares about your feelings, and you know, we, we have to do what we have to do. But Oswald, yeah, my little brother, he's a demon for that because he didn't want to he didn't want to tell me. Well, then we have one that's left, and then that one literally broke out of its cage and ran. Yeah, so that's oh, the fun bro. fact. I've had chickens.
0: Hey, so. <laughs> free the chickens, bro. Free the homies, because <laughs> apparently this is wow,
3: chicken life matters this is bro.
0: Insane. But I mean that that kind of you know leads us into the topic right as far as like traditions right because you know we all grew up in households where we had you know animals chickens stuff like that I believe we all did um, back home so it looks like you you're kind of still in within the same whole the same old tradition from back home there so what do you think like how has it been like growing up you know dealing with you know learning the tradition and also how do you foresee yourself you know living or upholding some of those traditions, I would say.
1: Um, so coming here, I came really young. And I don't really honestly think my parents did too much of a great job of <laughs> of teaching me some. Like, I still have the food, the music. But I still have the food and music. But the music I kind of learned on my own because I was hearing other family members listen to it and um the language I, I believe I was learning French when I was back home but as soon as I came to the USA it, it was a wrap like I didn't I didn't learn it anymore the French just died as soon as I came to the United States I didn't really learn my dad's dialing dialect however you say properly dialect dialect and it sounds very difficult so I think I dodge the bullet um and <laughs> i don't really wear like i when if you see me you just see i'm you just think i'm a uh regular mm-hmm. American. Say,
2: just say huh. mumu mm-hmm. it's okay
3: <laughs> wait wait yeah. so what 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 you, okay. you, you want to you want to be wearing to go every day like... no no right no. <laughs> I mean, like, no. No, no of
1: course not <laughs> it's just that like i don't have I any like i don't have any tradition where like it wasn't really like ingrained
2: yeah. to don't worry i'm yeah. gonna hook you up with some. i got
0: okay. you okay uh-huh. so before we continue right let's actually establish this right what exactly who knows the definition of tradition
2: because uh-huh. a lot
0: of times we speak on that and we don't we have, uh, we have
2: here, the dictionary theory and this is where he steps into the podium and announce himself
0: mm-hmm. Make sure you use Merriam Webster. Don't be using regular Google because don't use Wikipedia. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Aquaba. <laughs> or Aquaba. something, yeah.
3: Okay, guys. Tradition. Mm-hmm. An inherit, established or customary pattern of thought, action, or behavior, such as a religious practice or a social custom. Okay. Tradition, based on you know, Merriam Webster.
0: Okay, so inherited or established, right? So, Bell, what would you think is like the most either inherited or established tradition that you've had, you know, since coming here? at <laughs> So, food would be your thing.
3: Yes, food, bah. food.
0: Okay, so yeah, food for you, I What would it be?
3: Um, I mean, I feel like food bread.
0: Food? Can <laughs> I yeah, what about you as
3: well? Yes, but you know, I think the difference that we have compared to karen is because a majority of our lives growing up was in Cameroon, so we already had that
2: established we, did, we didn't really need to mm-hmm. learn it
3: yeah, it was already established in us you know what i'm saying i supposed to i don't know um karen karen how, how old were you when you came to america i came here when i was five yeah
0: <laughs> so you don't remember anything right?
1: i literally just have like a little bit of memories it was mainly like me yeah. and Donner fighting if i remember the mango honest. trees in duala yeah, so I'm like, I like my memories is like me and Belner, and it's just like fighting my parties that they would throw for me.
2: Why are you saying like, that? On the, why are you saying that you're on the podcast,
3: man? <laughs> you were at your I, know, of... right? <laughs> I can't telling secret like this in the podcast. <laughs> but the, 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 like I said, the biggest difference, just like what the definition said, maybe us for me, you, Bel, you know, we already had okay, that established so... in us because we grew up. We grew up, you know, with a, a, a chunk of our lives, you know, by the time we left, we were like teenagers, you know. But for Karen, I think a little bit, she has memories of what Cameron was, but I wouldn't really say that, you know, that culture had been established yet because she was so young and then she, when she came here, she probably had to like learn a lot of things mm-hmm. through her parents, but according to what she's saying, they filled her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it
0: was also Very like
1: cool. the education system too. That's why I was like, how, like, I think it's difficult moving it like within moving the tradition when you're outside of that country because it's so hard because there's so many things that's holding you against you like the school system when i came here i was mainly speaking pigeon so when i came here they literally told me i cannot speak that way they they were ingraining proper english in me so hard that i completely forgot like I still know how to like, I don't speak pigeon because I think I sound stupid. So I just rather not.
0: I think it but- stupid in general.
2: Young the same Yo, like, can you stop
1: <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so things, exactly. And then people like you that discourage me from continuing my tradition (laughs) and like
2: like,
1: and then like the school and then the people would just discourage me from like actually learning and just embracing myself it's just now me when i I finally turned like 16 i was Mm. like okay let me start embracing this thing a little bit more but when i was a child i didn't want to embrace it whatsoever i just wanted to not be me. I would i rather just yeah. be American. Do you,
3: do, you, do you guys feel like that goes back? And I totally understand where you're coming from Cam because when I came here I went to high school. So I, I, understand, I understand why the dynamic United Dynamini with <laughs> <laughs> you No, know, I understand the, the
2: English language the is language, hard man. You know, Bro you know
3: English Africa. is our language yo. Yo English man that's why I always speak pigeon. You're <laughs> I understand what, like, you know. How do you say
0: dynamic in Pigeon? <laughs>
3: <laughs> go ahead, bro. I got I to go to my dictionary and check, bro. I got to go check. I got to go check. You know, you, kind by kind. <laughs> but anyway, Karen, you know, I understand. Like, you know, coming when I was in, you know, high school. And, you know, it's like the, the difference. And, you know, at that point, it was like, I know I was African. You know, we all knew we were African, but they were like, certain, like, stereotypes and stuff like that that were, like, based on on what Africans are supposed to be or what they're like. And at that point, it felt like, rather than you, like, on, like you know, being who you are, it maybe just stay on your own side and try to, like, fit in with the crowds, try to fit in with the culture here. I thought, you know, and then later on in life, then that's how, like, you know, we found out, okay, you know what, we're actually Africans. That's, Let's that's wrap where, that's our where set.
0: Okay, I think there's a, there's a there's something about that that I wanted to point out cuz you're sure, saying so. yes you weren't necessarily like you were kind of being shy hiding your part of your culture but we're talking about tradition here how did that prevent you from learning that tradition
3: No, according well in Karen's case I don't know Karen you can you know you can like, add on to what I'm saying but because when she came here right you know she had to she had she, that, hadn't, that was not established yet but because she still knew, for example, the language, she spoke Pidgin. But when she came here, she had to completely, you know, forget what Pidgin was and learn English, like grammatical English. So, you know, from the beginning, they're already like, okay, this is not, this is not what you are. This is what you're supposed to be. So it's like, okay, I'm, I'm here now. You're telling me that, okay, I can't speak my language anymore. Then suddenly I can't really practice my culture or what I know. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, there's like some sort of like, push back on that you know it's like you,
0: is that the case did your parents stop you from, from speaking pigeon? not
1: my parents stopped me but it seems like my parents didn't encourage me to they didn't stop me but they didn't encourage me either so i didn't have that encouragement for me to keep going so if you don't have anything to push you you just you just completely mm-hmm. stop because there's no especially when you're at a young age you need your parents to constantly like no do this do that because I'm not at an age where I'm like, "Oh, my parents aren't telling me this, but I know I need to continue. No, you're a young child, of course, your parents are your main influence, so if your parents aren't pushing you to continue to speak like that, then I'm just going to go with whatever the school system is telling me to stop speaking like that. so
3: you know what's funny I think no, what? we should it would it would be definitely nice if we had a parent to talk on this because <laughs> in the same aspect that you're saying, like they should have pushed you. In another sense, they were trying to push you to learn this other, you know, it's like you're in a different environment. Like when I came, it's like my mom was like, okay, you need to learn how people do things this way here because you're not in Cameroon anymore. Not to say that Cameroon was irrelevant but it's like, you're not in Cameroon, you know what I'm saying? So you have to learn how the people do stuff here. So I can definitely understand what you're saying. It's, It's tough. It's like how, like, why didn't they push you to you know, to keep speaking the language that you knew at home I mean, did your parents? Well, cast, anyway, go ahead. Nah, that's cool. I
0: mean, we'll, we'll get back to that, right? We'll get yeah. back to that one because I actually have something to say about that. But Bill, what do you think about that?
2: Um, that is a very interesting topic. Um, I think to Karen's point, right? When, you're, when you come to U.S. at a young age, right? In her case, five. <clears throat> for example, Pigeon, right? Who, what five-year-old wants to be speaking Pigeon in the U.S.? And who were you speaking Pigeon with? Right, if you're five, you you don't want to be speaking Pijin with your parents at that age, or do you do or do you? I think. Well, and if, then,
3: if you're five, you don't even know what to do. You're being told what to do. You know, it's mean? <clears throat> not like what you want really.
2: To an extent, to an extent, yes. Mm-hmm. But in, in my case, for example, right? I mean, Pijin is my first language, right? So I was speaking Pijin to my parents, and they absolutely hated it. It was frowned upon. But guess what? I kept speaking it. Alright, even in even when I text them, it's in pigeon, and they would be like, "You have to write in English." But I kept doing pigeon, you know, and eventually they got over it. So, so I think, so let me
3: ask you this, mm-hmm. Ray. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. How old were you when you when you when you came here? And you know, and when you came, you obviously you're thirteen. Yeah. Okay, All right. but there's
1: a difference between coming yeah. at five and thirteen.
2: That's that, that's why I led with that. <laughs> Yeah. Cuz like oh, at 13
1: it. you're rebellious. You already have some sense of who you are. Some, not like a lot, but some sense of what you, which direction you want to go. Yes, your parents can tell you yes or no to this and you have that conscious mind to say I don't care, I'm gonna do what I want, and okay, I'm gonna to listen to them, but when you're five, six, seven, eight, what your parents says is what goes like that is your life I think I you-
2: think it's not really about doing what you want, it's about being able to balance it right because at some point you have to understand that, for example when when we like all of us here when we go to work, we speak differently than how we talk when we go back home, right there has to be a balance. When, for example, you're at work and one of your aunties call you, your accent automatically changes. It's not like you think about changing it. How you talk automatically changes. You just have to be able to balance it, right? But at that at that young age, they're probably thinking that, I mean, whatever the reason might be, they're probably thinking that, oh yeah, let's let's let let let's, let's channel this child towards a particular, you know, lifestyle, thought process, or you know, approach versus letting them have a laissez-faire thing to just pretty much do what they want. So I think when you get, when you, when you come here at a much older age, you are probably able to balance when to use pigeon and when to use English.
0: So interesting point you do make, right? So what I would like to ask you, especially Karen, right? I know you're saying you weren't encouraged to speak pigeon right at home and in school, they told you to speak English. What, At what point in time do you, yourself, I know you were five, right? At what point in time do you take the responsibility of you did not do your part? Because I can see, thinking back, obviously I was like 12, 13 when I came here, but also at five years old, at six years old, there's a lot of peer pressure when you do go to school, right? At what what part of it was you not trying to get made fun of in school that made you say, oh, I don't even want to speak pigeon. I want to speak just English and I want to sound like these people.
1: Uh, I believe is when I moved to Laurel. I think I was eight years old when I moved to this where I'm living right now. So I think it was eight where I finally it clicked in my head. I don't want people to make fun of me because of the way I speak and my accent. So yeah, that's when it was eight. I I think at five or six I was just following whatever the school protocol was because I was new, so I was like, okay. They said, I should do this. I should do that. So,
0: yeah. I mean, yes, they will say that. Right. But also at the same time, even if you're five or six, there's kids are still going to make fun of you. Why do you sound like that? Kids are going to ask you straight to your face and then you're stuck. You don't know how. So don't you think that at some point in time you're going to sit there and be like, well, um," and try to think there's something wrong subconsciously. Cause also we see like, there's a lot of like Hispanic kids that, at home they speak literally just spanish but then when they come to school they speak just english as a child at that age you're actually way better way more equipped to learn both and retain both as opposed to casting something else out
3: so i guess i guess casting that's a perfect point but i guess the other part of this is like what karen said is the you know your, your parents if they're not you know they're just blame the parents huh? engage yeah no i mean they have to take
1: some that's what i'm saying i'm always five six or seven is the blame is not on me if i'm five six or seven or eight yeah, because i'm not at that psychological mindset no, the where blame's on you yes
0: you are though because no, but here's at the thing, that though, age you don't listen
1: that's not true But you'll
0: listen to don't touch. Even they say don't touch this at five, you're touching it.
1: No, people fail to realize at a young age, your parents, especially that's your root. That's how you start off. You start off with the people you're surrounded with. As you get older, of course, it's like friends and environmental factors that shape you. But when you're just starting, it's mainly your parents. That's why people have like. Young people, like, still have their mindsets of their parents and, like, and how their parents think because that's what they grew up on. That's what it's uh, their factor. Uh, so,
3: so, so, uh, Karen, you, did your, your parents never spoke preaching in the house while um, you lived in America?
1: Ex- they, what's it called? They never <laughs> spoke it to me, like, yeah. personally. Like, they would never speak it to me. They would just speak English from what I remember. Yeah. From, like, I it mean, was so- never really encouraged yet discouraged but compared to like in a hispanic household
3: yeah hispanic household is different
1: yeah. they really install it in your head like I, my best friend she's hispanic and all that i've known her from her parents only speak to her in spanish Once she's home english is out the door like it's mainly in spanish that's I'm like you can't really compare this hispanic culture from mine because hispanics keep that culture
3: regardless of what they do yeah and also so, w- talking specifically sorry Cass, talking yeah. specifically about language right <clears throat> I don't know about any, like uh, Spanish countries or Hispanic countries but I don't know if they have dialects apart from you know their main language is Spanish but for us it's like you have English French pidgin and then you, you your, you your mom you is talk? from somewhere else your dad is exactly. from somewhere else that's like five different languages that you you potentially are like exposed to you know, <clears throat> but if you're here and your parents are not, you know, if you, you're not engaging in conversations on a regular basis in pigeon or any of those languages, you're going to lose it. And what are you going to learn? It's, it's like, you're going to learn words in school because every day you go to school from, I, the, most of the day you're probably in school, you're talking to friends in English. So your parents in that, on that, in that aspect, I think they might have done better, maybe, or maybe other family members in like trying to, you know, keep that you know, pigeon going on because now it's like you knew you, you used to speak pigeon, but now you, you feel like you can't speak it anymore because it's, like it's been so long. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't I? Mean, I,
1: I, I know how to speak it because I've learned. Like I've
2: yes, I was Who do I?
1: I've heard <laughs> from other people and I've relearned it again. Yeah. that I just prefer not to speak it? Tom, Tom, like Tom, I got it got you,
2: have you relearned it?
0: Have you relearned it, or was it always around that you never forgot it? there's a difference that's
3: probably what
1: it was i I, yeah i probably just never forgot it yeah i think it's a bit of both maybe it did die a little bit but not fully and then the ones that did like die it's just like when you don't take a subject for a long time you forget the material but when you do that subject again it like it finally just comes back to you so i I disagree with that
0: though i disagree with that because i'll put it this way right has there been any point in time where you've heard someone speaking to you in Pigeon or speaking to anyone in Pigeon and you've not understood everything they've said? No. I always It's
1: understand. not about
3: understanding. It's about speaking. That's so, what I'm like. There's a the,
1: difference between understanding and speaking. Haven't you heard some people that can they can understand everything that you're saying, but the
0: they can't just that, that's my point, right? So that that's actually my point, right? Because you never you never spoke it as much. You never lost it. That 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 ability was always there only difference is you would have to think before you speak it
2: you think it's still there e-
0: it's, it's still there so like english right, right. If i want to say something i'm going to just say it outright right? right but if i want to say something in french now i have to think because that's not something that i practice to but <laughs> yeah. again but suis... it's also something where if if i was not if i didn't listen if i didn't hear anything in french at all for a year and i didn't speak it Vous for
2: a year share with understand it as soir. much
0: you know so again, you can say, yes, the parent, your parents do play a, a role in it, but you as well also play a role in it as well, too, because as a parent, would they want to force you to do something that you may not want to do all the time? Not necessarily. They do pick and choose what they want to force, right? So for example, let's lead to the next part of the tradition, food.
3: You know, what you part know, of food do you eat? What, 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 wait, what? Carson, Go before ahead. we jump into food real quick, sorry. So I I know this um, I know these kids right? They're like by now they're probably in like they're fifteen, but a couple of years ago, about five years ago, I met this family. They're from my village in Cameroon, and my, one of my aunts. They have two kids at the time. They were probably like miles. ten. That's confidential info. <laughs> <laughs> at the time they had like they, well they still have two kids. Not at the time, and they were like maybe eight, nine, ten. These kids were born here, but they spoke complete. I understood. The dialect. So, what does that tell us? Or oh, in this topic, it's all about your environment and the parents and whoever you're around. If if nobody is exposing you to all this extra stuff, okay, you are exposed to food. That's why you know your food. You know, who nobody's gonna let go of their food. It's, we let go of ero never. <laughs> you see. So but I know like,
0: I know some people that don't eat the food though. We continue.
3: That's just 'cause they don't like it. Because what that watched brainwashed?
2: <laughs> do, I, do, why do, I,
3: do?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I completely agree with Aristide. Like it's not like it's yes, it's the kid and the child and the parents' fault, but I feel like it mainly falls in the. Karen, like what we were saying, you have to be exposed to it. If you're not exposed to it, how will you learn to learn? If you're not exposed to it, learning you starts with exposure. I wasn't when I came back. I was no longer really exposed to it because but we
0: just we just confirmed that they always spoke it around you, so you no, were I, exposed. No, I didn't say they always
1: did. Sometimes they, they didn't speak it to me,
3: but
0: it spoke it really around you.
3: For it, huh?
0: But they spoke it around
3: you. She yeah, but that wasn't was not enough. Really,
1: hmm? <laughs> I said it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Like, they're not speaking it. Yeah, they might be speaking it to each other. But if they're not coming to me, it's, it's, it. it's Huh? So, come so, so on, come <laughs> on,
0: on, Yo, your mom never told you to go grab something from the kitchen and pigeon. Bring me that lepas <laughs> or something like that? Go Nothing. watch that pandem. No, exactly. <laughs> come on. And no,
1: that's actually not true. Because this is actually true information. My mom does not speak, speak pigeon to me in my Rema- household.
0: Remember, she listens to this
3: podcast. <laughs>
1: No, I'm serious. Yeah, we're,
3: we're gonna get her take.
1: Yes, my mom yeah. does not
3: speak. We will bring, bring your mother
1: little sister and my little brother right now to confirm. My mom no, no, does no, not. No
2: need for that. I know you I'm, need I'm not
1: saying that I will she didn't but insult. I'm you like, pigeon. It, she does not speak pigeon to she us. If she does, she corrects herself and she says it in English.
2: She didn't say that mommy I'm ah, so serious.
3: Nah,
2: I'm <laughs> How How is she insult herself? You you got the joke, Mumu. (laughs) I don't think she did.
1: because I was too busy talking, so I didn't even hear what he said.
2: Yeah, but honestly, though, right? I think I think um, age plays a huge factor as far as tradition is concerned. um, Mm -hmm. When when you do integrate into a different culture, because I always tell people this, right? That I fell in love with Cameroon and Africa when I left Cameroon and Africa, because I was I had I had everything in front of me to learn about the country and the continent. You know, because in Cameroon, as far as access was concerned, we're kind of limited to what we, I mean, at that time, yes, we we're limited, but now you have social media, you have, you have the internet, you have libraries, you have books, you have everything that is in front of YouTube, but you learn about who you are, where you're from, you know, even though people are using this ancestry DNA, DNA, which is complete BS, Mimi, sorry, 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 maybe it's not BS, but it's like,
0: it feel like everybody that does that thing is Nigerian. Bro, it's BS, bro. I'm sorry.
2: It's like That's everyone of, does it. Mm. It's like Nigerian Congolese Ghanaian Cameroon. That's yeah. everybody. That's it. I mean That's it really... makes sense
0: though. It makes sense because where were 999 percent of the slaves and yeah. you know and then transatlantic slave trade? Where they come from?
2: Yeah, I guess so. But you know, just to finish up, um, yeah, so right now I think I think at the, at your age, Karen, you being five, we can kind of let it slide a bit, <clears throat> you know, but now that you're more older now. And you see that, okay, this is something that is part of me, it's never going to leave me. What are you now doing about it to be able to immerse yourself into that tradition and culture? That way you you can hold on to it and eventually pass it on, you know, if you eventually have kids or to your little brothers and sisters. So I think now that you're at this age where you have access to everything, like you have literally no excuse right now.
3: Yeah, that's everything. what I'm saying.
1: Right now, I I said when I turned 16, that's when I finally was like, okay, no, I am not a black American. I am African. That's when that was the age where I finally was like, I I allowed myself and I was teaching myself. But like you said, at a young age, it can't be, oh, it's that young person's fault when she was yeah, five yeah. because she should have learned on her own. What well, that's what? It's not. I don't think it makes
2: sense. In but, Remind us Karen. what you do on, 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 on those uh, resumes or applications. What, what, what do you always do again, Remind us? <laughs> oh,
0: man. I'm always a minority in it, bro.
2: Always. <laughs> up there Every time the I put was African. Good man. put hey, African so, on there.
3: Uh, Karen, so, you know, you, you mentioned that at 16, that's when you decided to just embrace, you know, your... Uh, your, your, yourself who you are as, as an African woman in America what is there like any specific like event that like happened that made you have that realization so was
1: it was 16 or 15 I remember I don't remember which one in particular I think it was either one of those two um my school had my high school had ASA african student association mm-hmm. club that's where we dance we eat you know every that's when all the african students come together and just congregate it
2: was cool to be african at Rambi, the time. Rambi, Rambi,
1: yes <laughs> and that's when yes and that's when it was cool to be african yes but at 14 i was like mm, i'm not really for it i don't really care for I'm not you know african yeah to be african, <laughs> that, to be african. And, and then when I, was, that <laughs> when I was when I was fine, like fifteen or sixteen, I was seeing like it was like there was finally like it felt like community, like because yeah. at that time when I was like in between the age of like whatever age up to fifteen, I did not know where I belonged in like in which community I belonged in. I didn't know if I belonged in the African community and I didn't know if I belonged in the Black community. I was too African for the Blacks and I was too Black for the Africans. So I was just I was just. There, like, didn't belong oh,
3: anywhere. That's that's a pretty uh, that's, that's a facts, pretty though. That's facts, you know. Yeah, exactly. I get that a lot. So, yeah. I get that you, a lot. I'm too African.
1: You, you, <laughs> like with nah, the black yeah. people, they're like, "Okay, oh, you're too African." I'm like, "But the Africans say I'm too black." So I don't know what it is. So I was, I just, I just stayed there, and I literally. I didn't have any friends. I just stayed to myself because I didn't know where I belonged in life. So finally, when I saw like the African community and there was a lot of people like me that just didn't know in the, um, in the ASA, there was a lot of people like me that didn't know where they belong. Like they, like they came here at a young age, six, seven, eight, and you know, the American system ate them up. Their parents wasn't really like trying too hard to like instill things in them because you know. It's, you have to assimilate at one point when you do come to a different country, you know, that's that's how you live. That's how things work. So some people, parents, you know, they just assimilate too much where they just like throw the tradition away or they assimilate, but still keep the tradition.
0: OK, so, so like, I have a question for you, right, because, mm-hmm. again, I, I hear what you're saying, and I think we all dealt with that to a certain extent. Right. But my question is, what do you think was your role? in upholding this tradition because I feel like what you're saying is that yes because you were you spend more time at school away from home than you do at home Mm -hmm. if we're being real because you're eight hours in school you come back home and then you sleep another eight and then you get up journey back and forth and stuff like that so you're gonna spend more time with your friends in the school so what part of that right you trying to fit in with one group don't you think you shunned another group more which was the African traditions because hence I can guarantee you a lot of times when your parents would play like their old school music and their stuff like that you'd be like what is this and not listen to it obviously we had some weirdos like though who always like be like yeah but a lot of us shunned their music a lot of us shunned their old stuff obviously there was some stuff that we'd like but we would shun that right and it wasn't cool to be African like you said so in school you would push that part away and cast it aside so you're not going to belong with the Americans because you're shunning them you're shunning you well you're you're trying to fit in and they know that you're trying to fit in but you're not also going to fit in with the Africans because your parents can clearly see that and your other African people can clearly see that you're not fully embracing that culture so do you think you fully Mm -hmm. embraced it
1: no, because this is the thing. I've actually had a conversation with one of my uncles about this. So I was having, I was like, I feel like they're going wrong about it in a way because I feel like when a child wants to learn about their tradition, they get laughed at, they get mocked at. Like what, what I was saying, like, I don't feel comfortable even till now, even though I know how to speak Pigeon very well, I just don't feel comfortable doing it because whenever I do, I get laughed at or like by the aunties and uncles, I get laughed at, or they're like, um, or I just make get made fun of. So it's like, I and I talked to an uncle, well, an uncle. I literally sat down and talked to him about. It. I'm like, you, in a way, they discourage us because they're make they're like, oh, look at this African, um, this. I got this uh, yes, exactly. This I, I'm not. I don't, don't want to say. It, That's what but I mean. yes, they're look at this. I cut that so, just. Someone, so my thought: wouldn't would
0: Bell be, wouldn't Bell be the prime example of that person?
1: to me because i don't really like to do it around anyone so yeah but what belner does to you is prime example so it's like it's discouraging so even when i did try i was still knocked down because i was already seen as an akata so there was like there's no point of you know it's, a
0: thing. Not, not necessarily though because a lot of times they would first i've already know for one second off a lot of times when they would actually laugh at you or make
2: fun of you they still tell you though
1: no they just laugh they just no, they're depends, like oh though.
2: this is so it depends right because I, I can't speak for carson because they've laughed at carson so many times about his speech and <laughs> they end up teaching him the correct thing but i think it depends on the community pigeon is on point by the way
0: guys don't even believe Listen to this nonsense
2: in your mind, it is. But I think it depends on, on the community and it depends on your relationship with the person, right? There are people who just make fun of you and, and keep it moving, right? Then there are those mm-hmm. who make fun of you and then actually correct you, right? So it depends on the community. It depends on who, like um, on that last episode, I think there was a quote that said that um, don't worry about what the person is. Don't, don't, don't worry about what the person is saying, but who is saying it. I, I forgot the, 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 the quote, but
0: it's, yeah.
2: it's about who is actually saying it like how important is that person to you right because if somebody I don't care about is trying to correct my pigeon versus somebody that I care about doesn't correct my pigeon how did how the delivery is would be different because one person will be making fun of you one person will be teaching you so it kind of depends on you know your surrounding as well like you said earlier as far as to you know um keeping that tradition <clears throat>
1: Yeah, and yeah. I felt me personally with my experience because you guys can't invalidate how I work or how I how I went through it because my experience might be different from another per ex- person's experience but doesn't mean that mine is wrong. But my experience, I felt like I was never really corrected. I was mainly made fun of. Like, so that's why I just kept to myself and I've spoken to some other people we've actually had this in like we just felt like we were made fun of so we just felt like there's no need nobody wants to teach us they're just laughing at us and thinking you know it's just they just think it's stupid so that's why I didn't I didn't quite shun it I don't think I actually shunned it but i didn't embrace it at the same time i i just it was just there if that makes sense like if somebody was like if oh you're african i'm like yes i'm african but i'm like oh my gosh yes i'm african it was just like yeah i'm, I'm african what about it like there's nothing serious Bercy, you want to say something
3: before before we go on the segment guys sorry this is been this is a good conversation, it's a good topic. But the fa- I think what you said about, you know, people making fun of you or ridiculing the way you sound when you speak pigeon, that's relevant because I can say for myself, I feel like I've done that before to other people. You know, so I like you said, you had your own experience, nobody you know, we didn't experience what you experienced, you experienced what you experienced. So nobody's invalidating your your feelings or whatever. But I I definitely understand what you mean when you said, you know, people will sometimes laugh at you because of the way when you speak it it might come out. But you know, I would encourage you that you know you should speak it more and really don't it's not even about other people or how they wanna take it. It's more about you practicing yeah. for yourself and hopefully for your kids one day that you can pass that on because we don't we don't want this same episode to happen again 20 years from today.
0: That's facts. Exactly. Or even exactly. if you
3: have the same episode it will be a different outcome, you feel me? So as for me from now on, when you see me, I will speak to you in prison.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, that's that's, Jesus.
3: that's my that's my pledge.
0: You guys heading your hey. FS. I know, I know. All right, and on that note, it actually leads us to our next segment, right? Which is our proverb. <laughs>
1: I here. I here. Here.
0: Yes. And this kind of ties into the actual topic a little bit. Um, Karen, we're going to have you draw a parallel to this, right? We'll actually have you actually tell us what it means and draw a parallel to this topic. So it goes as follows. Knowledge is a garden. If it isn't cultivated, you cannot harvest it.
1: What? Oh,
0: <laughs> hey, Jesus. All right. <laughs> I will repeat that again for you since you were distracted. You know, normally I see is as one that's distracted, but it looks like you've taken its place today. So once more, knowledge is a garden. If it isn't cultivated, you cannot harvest it.
1: Wait, what am I supposed to say? i You said the parallel.
0: Tell us what it means and how do you how does this tie into our topic here today?
1: Well, it pretty much means like if you don't use it, you lose it practically. Like you can be taught everything in this world, but if you don't practice it day by day, you're going to forget it. And same thing, and it ties in with this episode very well because it's like that's exactly what we were talking about. How like if we don't if we don't if we don't continue these tradition in our own household and outside of our household when we move on to the next generation will we be able to actually teach these things to our kids because by that time it has already been it's it's already dead it's died and then it just stops with you because you don't have that knowledge to to pass on to the next next generation
0: well said before we get another interpretation of this topic right what are you doing currently to harvest this knowledge?
1: So I've been listening to more of the music. I feel like I'm becoming like Bounder a little bit because some of the taste, I'm just like, Jesus freaking Christ, I actually like these stuff. <laughs> and, and it's like, whenever I hear a song that I like, that's, it doesn't even have to be like Cameroonian music. It can be just any anywhere and I like it, I will, you know, Shazam eh? and I will add it to my phone and then I'll go through the artist like catalog and I'll listen through it. Or Spotify has a good way of categorizing your type of music. So if you go to that artist and you go to that artist playlist, it will show you like different types of song that's around that area because people always like to ask me how in the world did I find this artist and this type of song and it's just like you just Spotify is amazing I would advertise okay. for them you know Bro, the sponsor I, was me. Ask, I
3: was gonna ask the dip you
0: I know, you
1: right? know <laughs> I Like Spotify please sponsor me this is not an ad
0: guys I know yeah, it's not. You? and if you're a, a
1: student you, you get Hulu and Showtime okay. for five dollars just saying
0: this is yeah, the that's the for this information but aside from the music though how else um
1: I love the food. I'm even trying to learn. I've been trying so hard to learn how to make indole and every single time my mother makes it, for some reason I'm either one never in the house, or two I'm busy to the point where I can't cook. But I'm trying to learn some of the dishes because I think they're um, amazing. Like my dad's, um, my dad's soup with from his um, tribe is called Tanchon soup. It, it's it's so good, but my mom doesn't know how to make it because it's not from her. It's not from her her side. It's not from her tribe. It's not from her. So I have to go to one of my auntie's house one day and learn how to make it. But I'm trying to learn. I know it's really good. It's really good. Um, so I'm trying to learn that and... I actually want to get more traditional wear so when i do go out because i've been going out more i'm no longer an introvert i mean i still am but you know i've been going out more to like parties and all these different things and i would like you know here and there to. it doesn't have to be like the full wear or everything like that but you know it can be a nice little top a skirt some pants and i want to get more fabric so i can sew it so i can actually go out and step out and do all that so that's what i've been doing too Sounds
0: to improve myself so, so but I'm talking about before you ask that right yeah. so do you think you're doing more now to learn the traditions than you were before it was cool to be African before you were 16 17 and do you feel more accomplished do you feel more satisfied now that you know because obviously we know young and dumb the older and wiser you know
1: yeah I feel like when it started being cool, it most definitely boosted my confidence to learn it. I'm not gonna sit here like, no, I want to do it because I want to do it no, yeah. when it was cool, I was like, okay, <laughs> let's see why it's so hot and pumpkin. <laughs> as, as you know So that's when I was finally embracing it. like even though like you know when I go out, it's like people are you know it's just that it's, there's so much pride in this culture and I just I just love it It it's just like why else would you not be proud of it I mean like some people don't think like me so that's
0: that's where I was getting at because I feel like I was just like you too that's why I'm kind of picking on you a little bit so I was looking for you to say that but that's great
1: yeah, but it's, it's it's amazing like this summer i went to Senne- <laughs> seneca Ooh, that's next year uh this summer i went to kenya and tanzania you know i just have to put it out there i'm very broke don't think i have money but i went there and it's just um, you know when you see the place just the just the we just engulfed in it it's just it's just so beautiful like Oh, Africa is just such a beautiful place. Why else would you be embarrassed? So it's just like, you know, just, it's amazing. That's all I have to say.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep this some energy when the I But also, also. What are you doing yeah. to
0: cultivate the, you know, to cultivate the yeah. knowledge?
3: If I slap you, boy.
0: Oh, cultivate bro, the, we're the
3: talking about caring today, man. <laughs> nah,
0: what, nah, it's all about us. What are you doing to cultivate this knowledge garden? Bro, I it's already tradition. got
3: all the, the infinity stones, bro. Don't feed Do me. Yeah, Do you? Yeah, bro. I got everything. I got food. I got contract. I got Gary. I got all of it, That's bro. That's just food. <laughs> everything else. Pigeon. You want pigeon? I give you. What else? I will yeah. get. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah I guess you're missing anyway, one. Bro. i'm
3: miss I'm missing a couple but you know with time Karen, look even me self I'm even struggling you know, so we're both working on this together but anyway, what I was gonna say is at the beginning of this episode we 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 loudly said that your parents failed you <laughs> but it, my mother. I, I also i also because I know your mom is a huge fan of the podcast and she listens to this I'm, it's not why I'm saying this I'm just saying this because it's true but you know as we've spoken we've also seen that there, in other aspects they did really well for example you're talking about how when you want to learn how to cook dole and sometimes when your mom is cooking you're not home so i think they definitely deserve some credit you know, you know almost definitely that's so all she other, cooks other, is other things you know other parts that you probably wouldn't know if it wasn't for them so shout out to them and shout out to you for you know trying to you know and get yourself back into the culture i mean i think most 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 uh, pretty much every i think maybe second generation african america has probably been through what you, you've been through so i hope yeah,
0: she's first, somewhere she's they first generation they can she's hear laughing. this
3: episode she is first generation
0: i know right first, first generation i first
3: generation, <laughs> did not get generation.
2: this first generation second generation thing i just i just go with the vibes. just not say be generation <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs>
0: They corrected me before we started, uh, so I'm making sure I return. Ah, it okay.
3: So shout out to you, Cam. <clears throat> shout out to you. Um, you're not alone. So, cause I'm still learning a lot of things about my culture, our culture. So thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. Bonino, how
2: are you? Yeah. you not know, cultivating the knowledge garden. You should know that I I have all the stones. Huh? I Do have you? I have everything. I have everything. Actually, minus yeah, yeah, I see the minus, back, minus yeah. the minus the dialect that yeah. I, I know a bit i can yeah, i can understand i can understand the dialect but to speak it is, is, is i have my limitations, eh? I have my limitations. <laughs> but i feel like
3: <clears throat> let I me ask like, you a question when, when you try to say do people laugh at you like the way they used to laugh at
2: guy uh no because i don't i don't try to do what i don't know or say what i don't know i don't force it right if i can't say it i'll opposite it I, I can't say it i guess i i, I can if you like if, if you say it to me in the dialect, I'll respond back to you in pigeon because I don't want to go say something wrong. Yeah. I'm so sure. I'll, return, I'll reply you in pigeon. So how are you going to
0: learn if you don't say it?
2: I mean, that's, that, that's a very good question. That's a very good question. <laughs> I'll say it in pigeon and then they would tell me the correct thing in the dialect. And then how are you my, you're my, still not my, saying my, it, though, after that?
3: Well, I would be like, but yeah.
2: That's learning after the fact.
0: I know, but the then fact. you don't practice it. That's my point.
2: Because I don't say it often. That's the thing. But the same. If I, I if I if I ask the same question the next day, I'll obviously reply to you back in the dialogue. See, but at that, that, to in that moment in time, I wouldn't be able to. Because
0: Karen Karen is saying that she's not saying that they're making fun of her for not knowing how to speak pigeon. They're making it. fun of how she says it. That's my point. But that's
2: so see is asking huh. you mm-hmm. if they're making fun of how you say it as well. They're not making fun of me how I'm saying it because I'm saying I'm not saying it until the next time when I've learned it. Okay, so, <laughs> I I, I, I,
0: no, you're, you're Yo. missing the point, though. Just like there's yeah, accents, yeah. like, no, no. If you, if you have a, a French person speak English, right, they can speak correct. grammatically yeah. correct, but there's an mm-hmm. accent. Karen exactly. can speak pidgin well, but there's an accent. When you exactly. speak in a dialect, you're not going to have to add. I
2: don't speak a dialect with an accent. I don't speak but, with an so, accent. So, so, if but, you're but, starting but, but, off
0: right, there's going to be an accent there somewhere. You're not going to sound no, as, no, no, as no. someone who's spoken that by,
2: at all. Now, the thing is, I, like I said, right, I don't know everything in the dialect. I know certain things. So, based on that, just that foundation, I'm okay. That's what I'm saying.
3: So, anything outside your vocabulary, strike. If it's ooh, not inside my list of vocabulary that I know in the dialect, I'm not even going to venture to say it. Exactly. The but then thinking.
2: when I learn it now, the next time, yeah. I will was, was say it to you. So, so know, Which, sir, which also is still the by- same
0: thing, though. Because when they tell you how to say it, you're gonna say it and mess up. You're not gonna get it right at the, just like the name on the last episode. Yeah, I'm, I would
2: have put it there and there. I'm smart enough not to do that.
0: Okay, so when are you gonna actually learn to reveal, uh, how to say it the right way? Just because sometimes you're gonna hear it and you're not gonna be able to say it outright the first time correctly.
2: Yeah, I tried, I, I think, I tried it in my own time. And how do you know she, it's correct though? She, That's the
0: thing. Because I, say, I, you
2: know, I can hear the voice in my head saying it. Bro, <laughs> so just like, the, again. Too. No, 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 guys. Sorry, I'm not going to be saying the
0: wrong thing. No, no, no. the thing is, right? No, no one is going to say everything perfectly. If you hear that, you you heard the name three times. You said it wrong three times. Mm -hmm. You hear, oh, you can hear a phrase in a dialect three times. You're going to say it wrong a few times before you get it correctly. That is true. And you're not going to get that on your own. You're going to get someone's going to correct you when you say it. So the point is, do they make fun of you when you do get it wrong while you're still learning it?
2: Going back to what I said earlier, it depends on the person.
0: The, so, that's what I was saying. Do they had they done it to you? That's the question.
2: No.
3: no. Okay, that was it. So here's here's the, here's the key part because it goes back because the, the way we're learning the dialect or whatever language is like passive. We we're, we're not like going to class and learning meta uh, or or <laughs> We're not. We don't have. A, we don't go into class. So the only way we can successfully understand and learn the language is speaking to understand it. and by constantly talking, being in the environment, but for Bell. When how many times in the month will, will bell hear somebody speaking his dialect, maybe at one occasion one cry die yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying that's it <laughs> like if you if speak one word at a cry die, how are you gonna learn you know what I'm saying so that's what I'm saying, and that's not to say that Bell doesn't want to learn This is saying that we're not we're not we're not surrounded around people who constantly talk that language, and we can't go to school for it so that's the difference, so just like Karen, if Karen wasn't business idea student yeah if, <laughs>
2: I don't think anyone's paid for that. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. I don't think anyone's paid for that.
3: But we need to
2: learn it first. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, somebody else can start and then, you know, continue.
3: Yeah, shut that Karen. Karen, you can start. Let's do our pigeon classes, man. I'll Be finance the, the, it. The, the, head, the headmistress. No, no, no I, well, I, I can do it I, I can
2: definitely do a pigeon class, yo. I teach for pigeons. sure.
3: Yeah.
2: Come around, Pigeon, man. When I don't come. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: mommy Pima.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's girls go to.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good morning, sir. Yeah, yo, What's guys, 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 guys. I promised you guys something last time, right? Carson's corner is back, and we hey, are it is here today. So we're this entering, we're entering our second movie. segment right Bro, here on NYK podcast. Which let's, we rubbish. Let's, call let's fill in Carson's,
0: Carson's This is Corners. rubbish.
2: So Carson's corner is a part of the podcast where we, we drag this man, you know, we tell you all his dirty secret, we put everything out there. This is happening. And you uh, guys drag
0: me every episode. This
2: no now we're
0: making
3: it official. Segment. Like like
2: segment. Like, so
3: you know, because last time we were dragging, it's like it's not organized. <laughs> <laughs> That was like organized <laughs> we are bringing the receipts and the facts. <laughs> so, going
2: back to season one, when we talked about uh, integration into the American society, Carson told us that when he used to go to the gym or go to play basketball, and he was playing music in his ears. <laughs> Was my car back, Carson? When you approach the gym or the basketball court, he will reduce his volume <laughs> because he wants his friends to make fun of him for playing bro. African music.
3: <laughs> Where,
0: bro, that's why I said, Karen, I was like, You, like, bro. <laughs>
1: so... Actually, now,
2: African music though.
1: But. I didn't really lower my volume. I was just
2: like, no, I wasn't let, really, let me finish the segment before you
1: put it. Ah.
3: Perry was like,
2: turn that shit
1: up. <laughs> so I was like, I wasn't ashamed. It was just like, okay. Yeah.
2: So no. but but now, you know, as times have changed, you know, Carson's corner is not about dragon cards and it's about seeing the growth Oblifed. in
3: Oblifed. this Oblifed. young man's Sing life. It.
2: Huh? In the group. So from lowering Luane is a volume when playing African music and going to the gym. Now he sometimes DJs at parties and home parties and he mm-hmm. makes noise yeah, and he has events that you know they play African music. So he's immersing himself into the African culture. So my friend, kudos to you, eh? And that's Carson's Corner.
0: That's Cap. That's Cap. I'll actually correct that though. So um, yes, obviously I was like you know very very reserved about keeping that to myself but everyone knew me as the african kid but i was like damn i don't want people to know me as the african kid <laughs> because all the jokes were, <laughs> were ridiculous african
1: booty scratching
0: <laughs> but all that all that but the thing is i think i got to a certain point before it was even like the cool thing i just got to a certain point where i actually started having african more african friends obviously at the bells the other people around me but i actually started having more african friends and when i stopped hanging out with the americans as much and start hanging out with the africans as much i, I didn't it. i just didn't care like i just and then i started like i think my confidence grew obviously more and i was like nah these people are going to adapt to me i'm not going to adapt to them
2: say that, say, say that again Carson. Here say it again in. please say yeah. it again the audience in mulang yeah, yeah. i said yeah, yeah. wait is this the same Carson that was in the background the other Cause it doesn't sound like. It nah, is. That's, that's next week when we get to the balcony section hey, of the castle's
0: no, corner. No, no, nah, 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 nah.
2: But please say that thing again about <laughs> to adapting to you and not to them. Say nah, it
0: it's just once you once you get to a certain point, um, and you just people have to adapt to you and you don't adapt to them.
2: Mm, mm, that's
1: mm. it. Except for when you're a really bad person, then you have to start adapting.
3: <laughs> Damn.
2: Damn. <laughs> what if one time
3: you're the bad person? Damn.
0: <laughs> uh, hey, who's a bad person, please? Let me know.
1: No, no, I'm so not yo, saying you, maybe, but hey, so you. How, do you, how do you adapt to the streets though?
2: That's next you got Cutton's corner.
1: Uh, the- oh yeah, because the- isn't Carson for the streets or no? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, On
0: that note, on that note, guys, this concludes um <laughs> our <laughs> this current episode of Now You Know podcast brought to you by our friends that stuck in the middle. Um, you can always follow us at Now You Know podcast on Instagram and what else is so? Is 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 what you what you call it the Twitter thing? I forget.
2: CNYK on Instagram. Now you know it's Twitter
0: yeah there you go whatever he said um yeah (laughs) and on that note we will see y'all later this is carlson this is aristide bell and karen the one and only we will talk to y'all later